pimp, spicy, and sassy. I am sassy and sexy. My energy is magical and uplifting. Live, love, be sassy. Sassy AF affirmation cards. Scan and shop. Enter code 360 Wisdom for a discount at checkout. Follow Sassy Healthy Fit. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of 360 Wisdom Speaks. Our guest, Hallie Avalo, calling in from Santa Barbara, California. She is joining us today in this beauty and sunshine, and we are going to have such a marvelous, sassy talk today. Welcome to the show, young lady. Thank you so much, Beverly. I'm so thrilled to be here. I'm just loving the vibe from you and Nicole. It's super fun, super sassy, so I'm just really really pumped to be here and to be able to speak to your audience. What a what a gift. Thank you for having me. Oh, you're such a gift to be here with us. So Nicole is going to give a short bio about you so the audience has a little bit idea of what it is that makes you tick. And then we're going to get into the conversation. Go ahead, Nicole. Hallie is not a typical anything that includes woman, mother, friend, entrepreneur, coach. Hallie is an affirmation queen, a lover of core values, and is obsessed with empowering women to create a life they love that is sassy AF. Through her manifestation and self-love coaching, Hallie utilizes many modalities to help women connect to their greater purpose and their highest self. She loves to help women get unstuck, find self-love, manifest their purpose, and live this life to the fullest. She is the founder and president of Sassy Healthy Fit, an organization created with the mission to teach as many humans as possible to love themselves unconditionally and create a fuck yes life and to make this world a brighter place through each of our unique gifts. Welcome. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. This is going to be one sassy show. <laughs> That's how we roll. <laughs> That's how we roll. You know, it's, it's an interesting bio there. And, you know, and again, teaching others how to really love themselves because that's where it all begins, right? Mm -hmm. With that love of who we are. Because if we don't love ourselves, how can we love anybody else, right? Exactly. So when you started doing your affirmations, and I know you've got this unbelievable deck of cards, you know, of affirmations that are so sassy. We're definitely going to have to share about those. So tell the audience a little bit about what makes you tick and how you work with your clients, teaching them how to love themselves and using these affirmations and why the cards came into birth, shall we say, right? Yeah. Oh, that's such a beautiful, a beautiful way to put it. And I love the, excuse me, I love the timing and the synchronicity. I just did a post this morning, in fact, about my definition of self-love. And um, I don't have the exact verbiage in front of me, but let me pull it up because I want to share this with your audience. I think this will really resonate. And here's the definition. This is my definition of self-love. Self-love is embodying the energy of your most authentic self and allowing yourself to live in accordance to your core values so that you accept yourself fully and completely 
and can access a state of joy as often as possible. And when I crafted this intention statement regarding self-love in particular, it came from a place of knowing that self-love is our birthright. We are born loving ourselves. In fact, if you think about a baby, if you have children, and I know a lot of women listening or watching this video have children, they're mothers, you see your children, they come into this world loving themselves. They look in the mirror and they laugh and they giggle and they get excited and they only know love. And then somewhere along the way, we're told no, we're told we're not good enough, we start feeling this adverse energy where we start doubting ourselves, comparing ourselves to others. Whether it's when you're a school-aged child, whether it's sometime in your adolescence, in your puberty time, whatever the story may be, I believe that it's our greatest gift as humans to relearn this beautiful journey back to self-love that, that is with us from the very beginning. I also believe that it's important for us to actually go through that cycle of forgetting what it's about because on our journey back to self-love, we find a greater connection to who we are at our core. And for me, that's been, you know, that's been my journey. Um, I have a book that recently came out and I share very intimate details of my past that I have never shared publicly before. And my reason for wanting to really step into this world of empowering others to claim their self-love as their birthright and to come back into this energy of knowing who they are at their core comes from a place of me spending decades not knowing who I am, not giving myself permission to ask what it is that I wanted, not feeling confident that my desires, my voice, my way of showing up in this world was even valid. So I believe that there is a lot of work to be done to get to this place of self-love. In fact, I talk to many of my clients and they get kind of, you know, hesitant when I say self-love and they think, oh, I don't know if I can get there. And I promise them, you absolutely can get there. That's why, you know, that's why you hired me. <laughs> that's why you brought me in to be your guide. But I believe that everybody can get there. We have to be willing to take the steps, to be in alignment, to take massive action from a place of, heart and intuition and that inner knowing that each of us has, but some for some reason along the way, for each of us that's different, we've let that go or we've forgotten that it, that it exists. Oh, that is so true. And it's a sad thing that we forget that it does exist, mm -hmm. you know? And, you know, when you talk about that self-love, but there's a difference between liking the self and loving the self, right? Absolutely. Can you share a little bit about what that difference is and why you might like yourself and not love yourself or vice versa? And what you can do then to start to harmonize those two together so that you can really begin to understand who you are from the core so that you can learn how to love and like yourself equally, and then become that expression to the world. Oh, I love oh. that. Yeah, I love, I love how you shared that, especially that harmonization of the two, right? That's really powerful. I, I often actually start my clients down the path of like, 
because I believe that it's easier for many people to comprehend that they can like themselves, right? We can kind of grasp onto that more quickly. A lot of my clients that I work with, you know, are coming from a place of pretty intense healing. They've been through some sort of a trauma in their life and that has colored much of their existence up until they we get to know each other. So, and I am not a, you know, I'm not a therapist, I'm not a psychologist, I'm not a trauma expert. And so many of my clients come to me when they've already done a lot of the work to heal the trauma, right? And now they're kind of asking themselves that question, okay, now what? I've healed this trauma, I no longer feel that it's, you know, weighing me down, but now I'm trying to establish who am I now in this moment? And if somebody has come from a place of trauma, of something in their life that's made them feel broken, make, made them feel less than, made them feel not enough, going from that stage to even a neutral of, okay, I'm healed, but now what, to a state of love can be a big jump. So I always like to start with, it's okay to start by just liking yourself. So you ask the question, you know, what is the difference? So I would say that liking yourself has to do with being able to identify the little things about yourself that you can give yourself a high five for, right? We all understand what that means, to give somebody a high five, to congratulate, to be like, yeah, that feels good. So liking yourself could be something from your physical appearance. You know, maybe you like the way that you style your hair, or maybe you love the, you know, you like the color of your eyes. Maybe you like the sound of your voice. It could also be, maybe you like the way that you make people laugh, or maybe you like how you are silly, or maybe you like how you have a very eclectic taste in music, for example. So I think it's easy for us to find parts of ourselves that we like. The difference, in my opinion, to love, to loving yourself is is acceptance. And it's that acceptance of self at the deepest level, meaning that I accept myself for all of who I am in my worst moments, in my best moments, and all the moments in between. That's how I know that I love myself because I accept myself and I'm not judging myself. And even in the moments when I do judge myself, I can quickly come back to this place of, ah, I see that I truly am worthy of this love because I do really accept who I am at my core and my intention is to come back to a place of joy and not to live in this place of self-deprecation. So I believe that the, the, the harmony between the liking and the loving comes from, you know, starting with the like and then moving into this deep appreciation and acceptance of self that really allows you to fall in love with you. So true. And it and it is that acceptance, right? It's that unconditional unconditionalness, right? If that's a word. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> okay. I, I have a whole dictionary full of my own personal I words, do too. So. This is why we get along so well. <laughs> I didn't know it must be, right? Yeah, so, but that that acceptance of, of the self is really is something that's relevant. And again, we look at these stories, and they call them stories because that's just what they are—things that are made up in our own thoughts, in our own minds, from database of information that we collect over the years from childhood on up, right? And you know, as as a child. We take everything 
seriously, I guess, you know, we take everything as being just the gospel truth, just the way it is, right? So whenever we have, you know, parents or, or people who are in authority, you know, even our, our other siblings, you know, grandparents, so we look at them as whatever they say, whatever they do is truth. And sometimes we're not explained certain things, you know, and we're only told, because I said so. Mm -hmm. or don't even ask why. Just know that that's just the way it is. You know, and, and all of a sudden, we do what? We create a story that's not comfortable as we grow into that adulthood. Yet it impacts our lives of how we thought about ourselves, you know, or how we blamed ourselves because we held ourselves responsible mm -hmm. for something that we didn't even know the truth about and nobody was going to tell us. So we automatically, as a child, we assume we did something wrong, mm -hmm. right? So when you're working with clients, you know, and you're talking about that learning how to like and love yourself, does a lot of the old stuff come up from that childhood? Yeah, absolutely. And I'm sure, you know, in your own work, I'm sure you can relate to this, right? It's in doing our own inner work, it's so important to acknowledge all the parts of who we are. And, you know, I love the work of Dr. Richard Schwartz, who began the internal family systems uh, therapy practice that's been, you know, in existence for several decades. And I know many therapists, including the woman that I work with, who is my coach, um, follow this guideline. And this has been something that's been really instrumental for me understanding all the different parts of ourselves and why these things come up. And, you know, the, the teaching is that we're made up of many different parts and those many different parts of us will come out and interact at different times, depending on the triggers, depending on the external situation, depending on the internal situation. And the more that we can get familiar with understanding all the parts of ourselves, whether it's, you know, the good parts, the bad parts, the hurt parts, the empowered parts, the more that we can understand how all the parts kind of come into play, the more that we can really connect to, you know, to our deepest self. And, you know, as, as an example, um, you know, there's been times I'll give, I'll give a fresh example, um, in my own, in my own life. Um, I had a situation come up just a few months ago where somebody was taking advantage of my boundaries, I would say. And because there was a part of me, the little girl inside of me that deeply wanted to be accepted. I, you know, when I grew up, I was always quite different physically, emotionally. I was mature. I never felt like I fit in with the other kids. And you know, when you're a kid, all you want to do is fit in, right? All you want is acceptance. And I felt like it was anything, but I was taller than the other kids for a time. I wore glasses, which were misdiagnosed. And yet they made me feel extremely awkward and uncomfortable. Uh, I have big hair. I speak loudly. I'm a bigger frame. So I'm not this, you know, tiny lithe girl, like a lot of the Southern California girls that I grew up with in my elementary school classes. So I always felt different. And when I felt different, I felt really, you know, like an outcast. I felt very vulnerable. And so there's a really vulnerable part of me that I've done a lot of work on this inner little girl 
who was wounded, who was hurt by constantly being rejected, not invited to parties, not invited to playdates, having to work so hard just to feel like she was accepted by her peers and had friends. So when this situation, you know, now I'm 42. So yet this situation comes up just a couple months ago where this person is invading my personal space, violating my boundaries, but because my inner little girl was still vulnerable and dealing with the hurt of being rejection, I was unwilling to put up the necessary boundaries to protect my energy, right? And so the result was that I ended up in all this internal turmoil. I ended up in an external negative situation that I didn't want to be in, that I had to be confront more confrontational than I would have liked. Whereas if I had just set the boundaries from the beginning, that wouldn't have been the case. So I had to go and do the work on it. You know, I've, I've revisited my wounded little girl who has struggled for self-acceptance for 40 plus years. And yet I had to come back to her and I had to nurture her and I had to nourish her. And I had to tell her, you are loved and you are whole and you are enough and you are safe to set those boundaries because in so doing, you actually make a better energetic field around you. And that allows you to be your best self and to be in this place of not only acceptance from others, but more importantly, acceptance from within. So I do believe that as we do this work, as we do this work in personal development, in mindset, in spirituality, in manifestation, we dig up a lot of shit and we have to, we have to be okay working through it. And we have to be willing to do it because in doing the work, you're going to have these beautiful outcomes, but in the middle of it, it can feel really yucky and mucky and like you don't want to do it. So that's something that I absolutely work with my clients on. And I'll tell you that I, I have so many clients that come to me and they say, Hallie, thank you for helping guide me through this this journey because it's I can't do it by myself. And that's really the thing is we can't do this work alone. We're not meant to do it alone. We're meant to do it guided, whether it's working with a professional, whether it's in a close community of like-minded people that you feel really supported by, whether it's you know a close family member or a friend, however that looks like for each individual person. But this journey is meant to be done holding hands of people who love you and support you and remind you how unconditionally loved you are. Perfectly said. Perfectly said. You know, and it, it's so true. And thank you so much for sharing that story with us because it doesn't matter where you are in life or what age that is. You know, that wounded little child is going to show up sooner or later. Even when you think you got her all fixed, she's not yeah. all fixed you know exactly yeah and, and and i'm sure you find this as well you know working with clients that all of a sudden you know as you're working with them something triggers in yourself right absolutely and and like you said this is something that's meant to be done together and be supportive of and moving away from judgment yes that's probably that, that's probably one of the words in the dictionary that should be non-existent in a dictionary, right? Because it's so self-destructive 
as well as uh, you know, counterproductive by no matter who it is, you know, it's that judgment factor. And to move that out of the way can definitely open up so many more doors and truths and beliefs about what it means to really like and love yourself. Oh, this has been such a treat and we could talk for days and yeah. days and days on this. Oh my goodness. But well, we're going to take a short break here and go to a commercial. And when we come back, Nicole has some very interesting questions, you know, for you as well. So Great. we Looking shall be back. Asking you, motivate, manifest, magnificent. Words are power. I am full of love and positivity. I am ready to shine because I am full of light. I create the energy I want to receive. I am a positive force in this world. I have the power to choose what I want. I am vibrant and full of light. I illuminate all my amazingness. Affirmations 101. Scan and shop. Use the coupon code 360WISDOM for a discount at checkout and follow Hallie. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to 360 Wisdom Speaks. Our guest calling in from Santa Barbara is Hallie, and she has been sharing some of the most sassy, sexy, awesome stuff about loving yourself and liking yourself and really discovering who makes that person tick from the inside out. And now Nicole has some other questions for her, and we're going to get some of this little backstory that shares how Hallie got here today. Go ahead, Nicole. Well, thanks. You know, just, just listening to that self-love and understanding, you know, that that's what we need. And for a time, I can remember that where we were trying to share self-love with the world, it became you know, that, that we became absorbed in ourselves. We became, it was all about us. And it was not selfless, right? And we were being selfish constantly. What we bought or the products that we bought or the way we spent our money or how we talked to people. And what we wanted for the world as healers was to share how we can promote one another and not just be the hero of the story constantly where we took over, um, but that the beauty and the divinity of the goddess, of the woman, of the female energy was that she is divine, divinely guided, beautiful, sassy, sexy, sensual, and healthy. And it is our temple that is our healthy mind, body, and soul holistically. And I and you share that so vibrantly on your website. You know, really seeing that, that sassy label of the beauty of, hey, I'm here, here I am, I'm in the room, I am showing up. And that's a lot of clearing that you had to do and a lot of loving just for yourself. And you were talking about those boundaries before. That, that you had to establish and say, you know what, I love you, it's okay. It's okay to say, hey, stop. This You've gone beyond your space and you have 
taken a straw and stuck it in me and sucked out all my energy, like the energy vampire you are, and taking that away. I'm taking my divinity back. Mm -hmm. And you stood up, and now you're sharing that today. How did you get to this point? What was that soul's journey for you to, to get to the point where you can even notice what was going on in that moment? Oh, I love how you, how you set that up. Um, you know, the soul journey is one that I don't know that we're ever prepared for and that we even know it happened until almost it's over. So I, I love the reflection point because I talk in my work of manifestation about quantum leaps and, you know, accessing the quantum field and the energy that we desire and that it already exists. And that's truly how I feel like my journey has been. And I look at it now and as I reflect back to even 10 years ago, which in hindsight is not that long ago. And yet the leap is tremendous. My story growing up is very typical. Um, I, my parents are still married, which I'm very grateful for. And I love the example of their union. Um, they got married in their early 20s. They had me just four years after they got married. Um, my mom planned it perfectly so that I would be born the summer between year one and year two of her MBA program at UCLA grad school. So it kind of goes to show you how my mom in particular had a very prescribed way that she wanted to live her life and she followed a very certain path. So when I was growing up, that always felt like my life as well. And things were, you know, good. I mean, I had a good upbringing. I didn't have any major traumas. I didn't have any, um, you know, major, major issues. The, the biggest challenge that I would say that I faced is I, there was so much pressure and a lot of it was self-imposed for me to be this, what I call gold star bearing good girl. I always felt like I had to be the best, bring home the gold star the gold stars. And if I didn't bring home the gold stars, I wouldn't be loved. I wasn't enough. And, you know, before the break, I shared a little bit about that, you know, that inner child part of me, that little girl that wants to be accepted. So going through and this, this I get into real deeply in my, in my new book, Feisty. But the, the story is that, you know, I lived this very compliant life for many, many years up until you know, my mid thirties, when at that point, my three kids were born. I've been with my husband at that point for, you know, 15 years or so. And I was doing all the things that I thought I should be doing, but I wasn't happy. I wasn't happy and I was really struggling inside. But the kind of the kicker here is that because I had always been this gold star bearing good girl, and I assumed that I had to satisfy everybody else's requirements of me to, to be happy. I never gave myself permission to ask myself, you know, what the hell's going on? Why do I feel dissatisfied? Why do I feel lost? Why do I not feel fulfilled or with purpose? And so instead of, you know, being the good, the good girl style and like really going deep and getting into therapy and, you know, doing the things. Oh no, I went batshit crazy for a bit. And, you know, 
this was my rebellion. Like I had to break free and my breaking free was abrupt. It was abrupt. It was toxic. It was dramatic. It was drinking. It was partying. It was, you know, being with people that were not good influences on me. It was sneaking around doing things I shouldn't have been doing. It was, um, constantly kind of planning my escape, planning my escape from my own life that I had built for 35 years. And the kicker, which is one of the stories that I just shared in the book that I hadn't previously told, is that there was one night uh, kind of deep into this self-sabotage toxic existence I was living. And I'd been fighting all the time with my husband and we weren't getting along there were a lot of like fuck yous being dropped and we'd never spoken like that to each other before. And it was the middle of the night and we had gone to bed like after an argument. Um, I wake up in the middle of the night and he's like standing up out of bed. And I'm like, what are you doing? Where are you going? And I thought he was just going to the bathroom or something. He says, I'm leaving. And I said, where are you going? What do you mean you're leaving? And he said, no, I'm leaving. I'm done. And I've asked him multiple times, what do you mean you're leaving? I don't understand. What, what are you talking about? And he said, I can't do this anymore. I can't do us anymore like this. And I was wrecked. I was wrecked and I cried and I begged his forgiveness and we talked, yelled, whatever. We go back to sleep. We wake up in the morning and here's the kicker is that I just went back to my old ways. Even in that moment where he's like leaving me in the middle of the night, like packing a bag, literally packing a bag to walk out the door and figuring out how he's going to take the kids with him. I just went back to my ways and it took me at least another six or eight months before I finally had my own breakdown looking at myself in a mirror of a boutique in a dressing room where I just was had so much self-loathing. You know, I, I had lived with body shame, body dysmorphia for my whole life, essentially. And it all just kind of came to a head this one day and it dropped me to my knees while I'm in this dressing room, finally realizing, seeing that I am a shattered woman and I don't know what to do about it. And that was really the beginning of my healing journey from that point forward. But the fact that I couldn't even go there after this awful night with my husband is just still kind of beyond me. And, you know, to give the, the audience here the, the update, my husband and I have never been happier than we are today. And we've been together since 1999. So what is that? Almost 23 years, married almost 19. And I'm so grateful, but we had to do the work. I had to do the work. He had to do his own work. We had to do the work together, right? It didn't just, you know, there was no magical pixie fairy dust that said, poof, you know, you're, you're healed. It's work, but I had to do it. And that's where the leap happens. Now I'm like, yes, all of that I had to go through because I, so I could show up in this place right now in this moment and have this conversation. Damn. It's like, you know, that's beautiful to say you did it together. And the beauty of it is that 
you are able to progress through that, to trudge through that mud and what was muddied, what was sullied in your life, to find this beauty, mm -hmm. to rise up like a phoenix, but do it together. And good for your husband to say, hey, you know what? I can't do this anymore. Because somebody in their relationship has to speak up and say that, hey, we need to stop. This is not okay. I can't move that forward. I love that. I mean, I, I, I just left a relationship of 12 years of somebody that I saw myself with forever for the first time in my life, but yet we could not change together. We could not do it together. And we had gone through so many changes, but I had to say, oh, I still can love myself and I can still be happy and I can still change my life and I can still progress. I had to take that leap because I was telling my clients, but I wasn't doing it myself. Mm -hmm. It was making a speech in front of an audience and seeing his face in the audience and saying, God damn, I'm lying. I am up here lying. This is the best time. This is the, the best spotlight for me to have achieved what I have achieved to get here, to have an audience. And yet I'm lying to myself. And it took that. And it was very hard. But you decided to do it jointly. And it's got to make such a difference in your business not only in your life, but in your business and how you bring others up mm -hmm. because you know that you can make that change. Mm -hmm. You know that you can transpose that. And we have to listen. And in 2020 has taught us anything is that Pluto has come out and opened that curtain and you see the great Oz behind it. He's the one pulling the strings. Mm -hmm. You have to see that. And in order to get to the the golden pathway and to get to where your shiny, beautiful, sparkly red ruby shoes, you have to see that truth, right? Absolutely. And the you truth is not always pretty. <laughs> no, well, <laughs> right? it, it can be very, it can be very, very ugly. And we have to see it and go, oh my gosh, okay. I'm living in this mud myself and this mud around me. And I want to see the change and in order to serve the world better and to be stronger and to rise up and to show others that they don't longer have to be activated or triggered. And something when you were living that life and you're out partying and doing your thing, there's something that was triggered inside of you that was trying to hide even more and to mask that, right? Even though we're having fun in the moment and we're dancing or we're going out with some friends and we're socializing or meeting new people. And in that moment, we feel that we are our best selves and that nobody else understands. But it's still that mask that we're wearing, that we're masquerading with, you know, to drown that deep sorrow within us. And how do we do that? How do we do that where we're having fun and we're the life of the party and we're going out and we're having friends? But how do we include our, our family and our loved ones to see that? And for the success of your family, for the success of your children to see that my mom is just this beautiful, enchanted being. And she has a wonderful husband and father mm -hmm. and that we can have that divine masculine and feminine. Mm -hmm. And that rocks the boat a lot of times, yeah. right? Where are we in our masculine and where are we in our feminine? And we need to honor that. 
need to honor that swing and to bring that into our life to have that tantric sensual experience every day and to enjoy the beauty that is within so now this brings me to to the next thing is you you've you sent us these cards these yeah. sassy cards here which are funny so how did you go to that one place where you were just drowning everything and you're just like hey i'm gonna make a deck of cards and I'm going to show people how sassy they can be. And I'm going to have this great affirmation and fun. I mean, for me, I hate, I got a journal and I want to put this affirmation and I am enough. Yeah, whatever. You know, you know, go, go screw it. How do you have fun? These are fun. I've brought these to friends. This one says, I enjoy each day of my beautiful life, right? And it's to have fun with these. These are a great way to give to a gift for people to say, hey, I can look at this and smile. There's colors, there's energy, there's obviously an intention and an incantation that you blessed with these cards to say, I want this energy to come through every time somebody looks at these or touches these cards and says, let's have fun. How do you go through that where you're like, okay, this abundant life can be great and I can enjoy and allow everything that comes forward. Well, I'm so I'm so thrilled that you love the cards and that you've been sharing them. That just lights me up right there. So right there, a hundred percent worth that I created them and had the the foresight to 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 conjure them. Um, they came quite a bit later into my own journey. And the funny thing is, if you recall what I said in the beginning of when I was speaking with Beverly about self love, and I said one of the greatest gifts that we have as humans is both unlearning that self-love is our birthright and then the process of relearning how to love ourselves so that we can find it from a really true essence within. And that definitely speaks to the cards because when I was in high school, I was actually really into personal development, although at the time I didn't know that's what it was called. I think we called it self-help back then. And um, I'm not sure what initially drew me to it, but if you recall the Chicken Soup for the Soul books, I read probably every single one of those. I was obsessed with Chicken Soup for the Soul. And the funny thing is that, you know, many of the stories in those in those books, which are all collaborative collections, are about much older people. They were not, I mean, I did read, you know, the Chicken Soup for the Teen and whatever, but there's stories of death and birth and heartache and loss and all of these things that I knew nothing about. So I'm reading these books in high school. I also was obsessed with quotes. So I had this huge, you know, this was back in the day before Google, back before internet, before cell phones, all of that. And I had this giant coffee table size book that had all these quotes in it that I loved. And I would, you know, take it with me places. And then I had a little pocket guide of quotes and I was totally digging it in high school. And then I completely forgot all about it through my twenties and thirties. And when I started my own personal development journey, after I had my, you know, my epic breakdown in this dressing room of this boutique, one of the very first things that I went to, to relearn how to love myself was listening to podcasts, which is part of the reason why I get so pumped to be a guest on a podcast like this one. I loved podcasts. And at the time, I didn't even know what a podcast was. Like somebody mentioned the word and I said, what's a podcast? How do you get it? How do you, I don't know where it comes from. Like, is this like something I have to buy? How does it work? But I started listening to podcasts and I got so fired up. I mean, talk about a, a modality that just lit me up, elevated my vibrations, raised my frequency and made me just feel 
that it was possible. I felt like it was possible. It was possible to get better. It was possible to be healthy. It was possible to love myself. It was possible to love my body. It was possible to start a business. All of these possibilities became clear. So podcasts is where I kind of started my journey. Then it was books and I was doing those simultaneously. And then as I discovered the world of Instagram, I ran across this artist in Australia, Gabriella Rossi, and she created a deck of affirmation cards called Bad Bitch Affirmations. They totally spoke to me, bright colors, super fun. I can't remember all the words, but I bought myself a deck. I said, I have to have one of these decks of cards. And as I would pull a card every single day, same to your point, Nicole, you know, they weren't cheesy kind of Hallmark style, nothing against Hallmark, but you know, they were just raw and real and fun and vibrant and they got me pumped up. And I would pull one every day and I would just get really excited. And then I, I said, as I'm getting deeper and deeper into my journey and then thinking, maybe there's a business opportunity here. Could I make my own deck of cards? So I did. And I'm just a doer. That's just how I have always been. I'm an action taker. I love making things happen. So I created the first draft of the cards, which actually looks completely different than the ones that you have in your hand now. Um, and I had been invited early in my business to be a speaker at a women's conference. And that's when I first rolled out my initial deck of cards. So I had those just a small run printed at a local print shop. They were a huge hit. People really loved them. And then I thought, you know what? I want to make a bigger splash. I want to have a bigger impact. I want to make these more accessible to more people, men and women, because I know how powerful affirmations have been on my own journey to just remind me of the power within and to get me into that energy that I desire to bring forth. So I, you know, wrote, I was, I remember I would like drop my kids off at school and then I would voice memo myself, you know, affirmations. Like I would just be brainstorming and leaving myself voice memos with I am statements. And once I came up with 52, cause I wanted to be a full playing card deck, then I worked with a friend who's a designer and we talked about them being bright and fun and, you know, just something that everybody could get behind. And so she helped me come up with the design and, you know, it was a labor of love for sure to put them together. So they went to print and took several months and we finally got them about a year ago. And now the process is trying to get them on Amazon. So for the meantime, I sell them on my website, sassyhealthy.fit. And I always give them to people. I carry them with me. In fact, when I was away this weekend, I had a deck with me in my purse and I met this shop owner who told us that she was closing her shop because her husband surprised her with a divorce. And now she's like going on a journey to learn to be herself again, all of these things. And I said, oh, you need a deck of cards. So I handed her a deck. I explained it to her. She just, her eyes lit up. And I could tell that she knew it was possible. It was possible that she could find herself again. So again, that's, really my intention in these cards is to give that light to everybody who reads them. That's, that's beautiful. And you light up so much when you talk about it and it's, it's the fun, you know, and for me for so long, it was like, okay, self-help. And then you go down this hole and it's, it's hard enough to bring those tragedies back up. It's hard enough to recognize the shadow fragmentation. It's hard enough to clear. It's hard enough to move and to leap, but yet you want to have that energy and that positive vibe. Mm -hmm. And if, if you don't do that, it's, it's, it's like, we don't, we can't always own, you know, it's like after right. a while, it's like, you're, you're at a different level. It's not every moment in your life and it's the realness of it. 
and and I think that's what's forgotten uh, by so many is that the realness of life, the realness to life, the fun, the laughing, that energy, you know, having that spirit and that guidance. And yes, you know, being that boss lady, bossing up and saying, hey, let's really get this. Let's really empower this. And how do we do that? I'm going to take that power and ride it and have a great time. Yeah. And, and that's so much of what these say. And that's so much of what is in your story is because you can put that in there. And if it's, it's boring or if it's really hard or if it's, it's always down, that energy continues to be down here. You want to raise it up. And how do you do that? You've got to have fun. You've got to go out. You've got to go hike. You've got to go on a romantic journey somewhere, an overnight uh, trip, you know, with the person that you love or to have fun with your girlfriends. And it's not, you know, it's easy. Let it be easy. Let it be simple and, and bringing that in. And that's really what it's about in that journey because we have enough negative heavy energy. Yep in the world right now and we're constantly it's a constant push and pull and that pluto is coming back so in order to look at that you have to reflect and 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 you have to see okay i can laugh at myself i can have fun with this i can vibe with that and when you when you pull out a deck of cards or something you're saying oh that raises my vibration that makes me see that this is that simple it's not hard you know you have to do all this work and all these vision boards which are great sometimes let's just have fun let's just just you know let that rebel out and just you know kick it to the curb and say let's be in this moment we're so busy gathering all these tools and tricks but yet we we can't use them well that's one of the the biggest lessons that i teach my clients is look, I can teach you all the modalities, right? If you want to know the different manifestation methods, if you want to do the journals, if you want to do the meditation, if you want to do the affirmations, all the things, but it's not about all the things. It's about what resonates with you in this moment, right? What resonates with you right now? What lights you up? To your point, Nicole, what is fun for you, right? If fun for you means, you know, spending five minutes listening to a song you love and belting it out of the top of your lungs, because that just like, on all levels fires you up and you're like all systems go and you're solid, then that's the thing, right? But so often I find that especially in, you know, working with manifestation, I get so many people coming to me, well, what about this method? What about this one? Am I doing it right? There's no right. There's what feels right for you. You know, if you want to do, for example, there's a, there's a method in manifesting called the 55 by five method, where for five days, you write one affirmation 55 times. And the idea of this is that you are creating energy around this affirmation, around something that you're manifesting, right? Well, if, if it gets you excited, then do it, right? But if writing it, your hand is cramping and you're like feeling really uncertain and you're like, oh my gosh, am I saying the right words? Am I doing the right thing? Then, then you're missing the point. The point isn't to be so particular that somehow doing this very specific particular action is going to manifest your biggest dreams. The point is that you are shifting your energetic vibration by feeling into it, having fun, making it an experience that lights you up. So whatever the modality is, 
you can make up your own. If you want to like throw cinnamon over your shoulder and be like, this is fucking fun. I love it. Cool. Do it. The idea is that to manifest, you have to raise your vibrations and allow yourself to call in whatever it is that you desire. And if throwing cinnamon over your shoulder, playing with a hula hoop and dancing to your favorite song lights you up and does the trick, then that's exactly what you should be doing. Throw out the other things. It does not matter. So true. I love the way you put that because it, it's it's about being real, being yeah. real to yourself, right? Because if you're not real to yourself, how do you expect anybody else to take you serious and be real to you, right? <laughs> and it is so true. There is no right or wrong. There's just an is. And whatever your is may not necessarily be somebody else's is. Thank goodness, right? Right. <laughs> I'm, I'm totally with you. I just, I just talked about this the other day on Facebook and I did this whole post about like, this is the truth about me. And, and if it doesn't resonate with somebody else or it's not the same, cool. Like, I want to know about you. Like, I want to know Beverly, what lights you up? If we're aligned on every single thing, that's amazing, but that's probably not likely. And that's no. what makes this world a more interesting place. Oh, it does. It really does. And to be yeah. able to just be who you are, where you without are, judgment. You are, without judgment. That's exactly right. Yeah. You know, and that's finding the true is of who you are. That's your identity. You know, and I always like to teach my clients, you know, to, you know, finding that identity. You become your own archaeologist where you start just moving all the little stuff, sweeping yeah. away what you're not to discover what you are. Ooh, I love that. And, you That's know, cool. so it, there's so many different analogies and things that you can do. But bottom end is become the best you that you can be, no matter Absolutely. who that is. And every day you do one thing a little bit better for yourself. Yes. Not for anybody else, yep. but for yourself, right? And that's how we learn oh. to love ourselves. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And and that's what it's all about. This this conversation, oh my gosh, we could go on here for months and months and months. <laughs> Maybe we need to just start our own show here, right? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so, but oh, such a blessing you were here today sharing all mm -hmm. the things that you've shared and those sassy, sexy little cards. They are so fun. You know, it's just, it's no different than, you know, a, a tarot card or a, a um, alchemy card or runes or what, you know, whatever the case may be. It's something that gives you food for thought in the moment, right? Exactly. And, I, you know, I went through every single one of your 52, right? I read them all. It's like, oh my God, these are so cool. These are yeah. so cool. These are so cool. Where was this the other day when I could have used it? Right. <laughs> it, you know, so, but it just really does help to uplift and highlight that, hey, I am really this cool person and I've got something to share, you know, and to really become that expression of it. And it doesn't matter who you express it to other than expressing it to yourself. So, Hallie, how do people find you? You know, do you have an offer for them? Well, I know we talked a little earlier yeah. about, you know... Go ahead and share that with the audience. Thank you so much. So anyone, I would be honored to have you connect with me on social media. So I'm on all the platforms. You can uh, DM me on Instagram at Sassy Healthy Fit. 
I'm also I have a big presence on TikTok, so I'd love for you to see some of my content there. I also have a Facebook group called the Sassy Woman Sisterhood if that's appealing to you. Um, in terms of my offers, I'd love to offer your audience a free gift, which I created as a one of the tools, if it works for you, which is 111 journal prompts to elevate your mindset and your manifestations. I get asked all the time, you know, I want a journal, but I don't know how to start. I don't know what questions to be prompting. So I put together 111 because that, of course, is a very spiritual number aligned with highest self, um, you know, co-creation with the universe and being in that gateway of high vibrational energy. So that's available to all of you at no cost. And if anybody's interested in one-on-one -on -one coaching for manifestation and self-love, I also have a mastermind that's a small group program um, that is open enrollment. And every month we dive into a different topic and it's a lot of fun, a lot of really great, really great content and really great community there. So and that mastermind, by the way, it's named after one of my favorite affirmations from the deck, which is live, love, be sassy. Ooh, I like that. Live, love, and be sassy. Yeah, Woo! exactly. <laughs> oh, thank you so much for sharing that. And all of Hallie's information is going to be attached to the video, to the audio. Uh, her website's going to be there. Uh, how do they get your cards? Because you said right now you don't, you're trying to get them on Amazon, but yeah, we're not working on getting them on Amazon. So right now you can get them uh, on my website, which is sassyhealthy.fit slash shop. You'll see them right there. And I'm offering a discount to your audience. So we'll include the discount code with the show notes. So if anybody who hears this or watches this wants to purchase a deck, uh, you can use that discount code and get a little, a little savings because that always makes everybody feel extra good. Well, there you go. There's that special treat for everyone. Yeah. Thank you so much for being here, Hallie. Thank you, Nicole, for joining us. And we are going to say 360 Wisdom Speaks is over and out until we meet again. Thanks, Bye. Hallie. I am spicy and sassy. I am sassy and sexy. My energy is magical and uplifting. Live, love, be sassy. Sassy AF affirmation cards. Scan and shop. Intercode 360 Wisdom for a discount at checkout. Follow Sassy Healthy Fit.